Jamie and Stoney show 97 won the ticket. Big win for the Red Wings last night. They come from down 4-1 after one period. Rally, tie the game late in regulation with the Bruins at 5-5. Terrifically entertaining overtime period leads to the shootout, and the Wings get some terrific play from Peter Morazic. They get the shootout win and beat Boston for their third straight win, 6-5. Joining us now is the head coach of the Detroit Red Wings, Jeff Blaschel, here on 97-1 The Ticket. Jeff, good morning. Happy New Year. How are you? Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on here. Uh, yeah, no, I'm better uh, after the finish of that game than I was at the start. So it was a good win for us, but obviously we need to be better for 60 here come tomorrow. You talk about the start. You're very usually you're portrayed very mild mannered. The, the national broadcast got you uh, looked like you had a few little f bombs coming out of your mouth uh, on the bench last night. <laughs> I got to watch it. I think my kids were watching. So. Uh, no, you know, it's it's something we, we try to stay as even-keeled as we can. Um, but obviously, you know, there's there's moments in the game when, when and moments through the season when you don't think as a coach it's good enough. And certainly at the beginning there, um, it wasn't good enough. Our guys know it, uh, uh, you know. But, but with that said, I think the, the leadership from Henrik Zetterberg, I thought he was the one guy who kind of slowly, even in that first period, said this isn't good enough and just through his play started to, to, to pick our team up a little bit. He had a few good shifts throughout that first period, and I thought that carried into the second. You know, they, they always say in sports, it's better to learn lessons from wins than losses. So you guys obviously got the win. Um, I mean, there was a great celebration on the ice. The crowd was going crazy last night. It, was, it just seemed like a fun night at the Joe. And yet I understand what you're saying here, that you guys have to be better in the first period. So is it going to be easy to remind those guys of this at practice today, or does the win... I don't know, take some of the luster off the lesson that needs to be learned from how the game started. No, I think, I think first of all, we need wins. And so you, you certainly, we want great process, and I believe results follow process, but you need wins right now. And, and so that was a big, it was a big win, and, and uh, you know, we need to give our home crowd more to cheer about than we did the first half of the year, and obviously it was a, it was a fun environment in there. Um, but with that said, you know, we try to take an approach uh, let's get better every day. And we've done that after losses. We'll do that after wins. And, and we'll go in today and, and we'll have a film session of, of areas we got to be better at and probably a little bit of film session areas we did good. And then we're going to practice hard and, and get on the plane and go to Buffalo. I mean, that's been our approach all year. Um, you know, the, the, what, what's happened is behind us, and now we've got to move forward and try to make sure we get better and go win a hockey game on Friday night. I know you, you stress the, the defensive stuff and, and, and effort from your forwards, especially your young players. Maybe an underrated play last night was Anthony Mantha getting back and back-checking with a potential breakaway. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people said it might have been a penalty, but regardless, that was a great hustle play that could have saved the game for you guys. Well, I certainly didn't think it was a penalty. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, <laughs> it, it was uh, it was a really really good play by Anthony. You know, the, the one thing he's done on a fairly consistent basis here is he's moved his feet. And and I've said from really the, the from the very first time I've had him, if he can train his body to move his feet on a consistent basis, he's going to be a heck of a player. And, and and habits take time to change. And and boy, he's really starting to do that. And I thought that effort uh, on the back check was great. It was mentioned um, by his teammates in the locker room after the game. Um, you know, he's starting to really, I think, be, be a consistently a good player for us. The hardest thing in this league, I think, is to do it night in and night out and shift in and shift out. And, and he's taking steps towards doing that. It was a big play for sure. In hindsight, 
do you guys do you wish maybe you and Kenny said, you know, maybe if he would have started the season with us, we'd have a few more wins or anything like that? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't. First of all, you never know how how that process works. Um, I think you, you, the the one part about question and decisions is you don't know what the other factors would have happened if you would have made the opposite decisions. What I do know for sure is that he's gone through a maturation process that I believe has put him in position once he was here full time. Uh, to be successful. The, the, this is a hard league to learn in. Um, the other young players that have had to go through that where they're learning in this league, it's hard. You'd way rather learn those lessons in the American League. I think that's one thing that Kenny's done very, very well here for a long period of time. I think in in, in Anthony's case, it's played out to, or paid off to be a good decision. And I think he's been ready now uh, to, 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 to step in and be successful. I can tell you this. When when you have to learn those lessons in this league, it's really, really easy to lose your confidence. And he's been able to come in here and, and already have learned those lessons and keep that confidence at a real high level. Jeff Lashell with us here. Jamie and Stoney, 97-1. The ticket wings win last night 6-5 in a shootout over Boston. They've won three in a row. Uh, what Talk about Mrazic a little bit. A lot of times when you make a goalie change in-game, it's a blowout, and you're just looking for mop-up duty to kind of give the other guy a break. He comes into a blowout and it turns into a game, and he's got to go not just play well, play well in the overtime period, and then play well in the shootout. I mean, that's not exactly the normal cause or the normal course of action for a guy who's coming in to replace a guy who's having a rough night. Yeah, and for, first of all, I thought Jerry Carroll was playing good. I, I just thought our team wasn't, and it wasn't his fault, and I thought we needed just a, an, another opportunity to maybe slow the game down. I had made a challenge earlier, so I didn't have a timeout, and, uh, uh, and I put Peter in now. I think Peter's been playing very well and just hasn't got the results. Uh, that, that's what I've seen over the last, I don't know, month or so. I thought his game's been in a real good spot and he just hasn't got the results. He came in, I thought, and played excellent. He made big saves uh, to, to keep us keep it at 4-1. He made big saves throughout the game. Um, I was real, real happy with, his, with, with where his uh, play was. Now, I think it's been in that spot here for a little bit. Um, we needed to to continue. We're going to need excellent goaltending here as we as we go uh, down the stretch into the All Star break. I know you addressed this after the game, uh, talking about uh, Anthony Sioux's play, uh, how he how he plays, and how he's played s- since the benching. I know a lot of fans, and I, me in particular, I don't understand some of the times where he doesn't get as much ice time as others. Can you go through that and how it's still a learning? Is it just a learning process with him? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a it's a learning process that I hope uh, you know he's he's learned some good lessons and he and he and his play on a on a nightly basis is real consistently good. Um, I mean, it, it, for me, it's a, it's just a simple thing with him where when he's well, I'll use the word engaged in, in competing um, and skating. Uh, he's an excellent player. I mean, his his skating ability and and, and skill set is outstanding, and he has to make sure that that his competition level matches that and that his skating matches that and uh the nights he's done that he's been great uh, i sat him uh to make sure he understood that when he doesn't do it it's not good enough and and that's my job my job is to make sure i let our guys know what's good enough and what's not um i think he got that message and he's a good kid he wants to be a good player but it takes time sometimes and and certainly when he's playing his best hockey we're a better hockey team I'll never question that. There's no doubt about that. I've told him that. Uh, we need him playing great hockey for us to be a real good team. Now, now Kenny Holland uh, said something the other day where that veterans have, because of what they've done, have more of a, a leash as far as getting benched and ice time where young players don't. Is that accurate, and why is that? Well, it's not necessarily – I don't know 
the word veteran because veteran can be murky. Like, I don't know who's a, you know, when, when do you define yourself as a veteran? Here's, here's what I'll say is when you play good hockey, you earn what I, what I guess I'd call credit. You earn trust when you play good hockey. And sometimes then when you don't play good hockey, uh, that trust and credit that you've earned previous carries you through more ice time. But at some point, uh, that trust and credit goes away. And if you keep playing poor hockey, uh, then you end up in a spot where you are not playing. And that's, that's kind of how it works. Now, the other side of it is the determination from, from me is who are our best players and if will a benching by sending a message help that person? Is that person giving everything he has uh, every day anyways? Uh, and maybe it's a confidence thing and so the benching doesn't help. Uh, is that person need a wake-up call in the in a benching, whether it's in a game or, uh, you know, from game to game would help. I mean, one thing you guys wouldn't see uh, is is times during games where uh, I may sit a player uh, to send a message, but you'd never really notice it because it might be from one time out to the next time out, but that person gets the message. Those are those are all the little decisions that coaches have to make. Uh, but, but in terms of a veteran versus a, a young player, the veterans probably had a chance to earn more credit um, but that doesn't mean, you know, like a young player like Anthony Manta right now has done a really good job of earning credit since he's been up here. So when he has a tough game or a tough shift, I put him back out there. He had a tough shift the first shift of the game last night, but I kept playing him because he's earned that kind of credit and trust. Jeff Lasher with us here on 97 won the ticket in terms of like the parts of your job that you love, which I'm sure is competing and, and the parts of the job you hate, which I'm sure is talking to dopes like us, <laughs> where, where, where does overtime and shootout rank? I, I got to think if, if, uh, if you were wearing a Fitbit or a heart monitor as a coach, I mean, that's like on a tightrope without a net, the way the game goes, the way the flow of it goes, is that, is that enjoyable for you or is that just incredibly stressful? Well, you nailed the first part. Um, <laughs> no, the, the you know the the it's enjoyable. I mean, we we get a chance to have a little have a range of emotions that that most people don't get a chance to have in their jobs, and and it's enjoyable. The the three on three hockey, um, you know, there's very I would say little coaching at that point. I mean, it's really really in the players' hands, and it is definitely an entertaining thing. And I like it. I like. I mean, it's it's awesome to see plays back and forth and. Um, you know, certainly the shootout this year with uh, Thomas Vanek, uh, with Double A, with with uh, Franz Nielsen, we've been more successful. So there's certainly a greater degree of confidence going to those shootouts. But um, you know, I think part of the job that's great is is the is is that it does get your heart rate up, and uh, and and sometimes you have some some elation, and sometimes you you have a defeated feeling. Now, the only thing with that is, as I've said before. You know, one of my jobs is to make sure we stay even keeled and that we continue to, to push forward, and, and, and I certainly try to do that. Final thing uh, for me, organizationally, as the trading deadline comes March 1st, do you have a number of how close you guys have to be, or how, what's the thought process of when you have to decide whether you're going to make moves more selling than buying, obviously? Well, I, I would ask. Ken, that more than me, you know, I mean, his job is to, to take the, the, the long-term look from an organizational standpoint. My job is to get our team and win games right now. And, and, and so, you know, selfishly, as a coach, you're just worried about the, the, the instant future, the, the tomorrow. Um, we got to win hockey games and, and we got to put ourselves in position um, so that, that 
we we you know we uh, put ourselves we put Ken in position where he doesn't want to uh, make any moves to 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 not to, to hurt our lineup, and he wants to maybe make moves to bolster our lineup. That's my job as a coach, and our job as a hockey team. So we got a big game here tomorrow night. We got to start. We got to keep winning some games here. Jeff, thanks for the time this morning. Really appreciate it. Congrats on the win last night. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Jeff Blaschel of the Red Wings, joining us here on ninety-seven-one. The tickets.